Hello, this is Tori. And Grace. With episode 12 of Inside PFS. Today we're interviewing Simon, one of the staff members at PFS, about adulthood after alternative education. Alright. Simon, why don't you just start by telling us a bit about yourself? Yes, greetings everybody. I'm Simon Eisenstein. I'm 20... No, I'm still 21. I'm about to be 22. I'm a staff member at the Philly Free School in my third year. And before that, I was a lifelong student of alternative education, Sudbury model, democratic school. I went to the Circle School in Harrisburg, PA. All right. Thanks. Um, so if you were, I'm not sure if you were, if you were ever in the conventional school system, how long were you there before you went to an alternative school? Hmm. Unless you count preschool, I was in alternative schooling my whole life. Wow. Um, all right. Why did you want to become a staff member at an alternative school? Um, well, frankly, because I wanted a job and I wanted to move out of my parents' houses. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's but fair. As far as jobs go, like, this is a pretty good one. Like, I care about democratic education. I'm very passionate about it. Um, something I did my whole life. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. How do you feel going to an alternative school helped you be a better staff member here? Um, it helped me a lot because like, it was already what I knew. I already knew the ins and outs of how schools like this typically work. Um, like, I guess every school is different because they're all their own democratic body. So there's, of course, mm-hmm. bound to be changes, but there's nothing in the world that's more similar than these two schools, really. Mm-hmm. How has being a staff at PFS helped you as a person? Hmm. Um, I guess when I think back about like my whole journey from being a student and then being a staff, it's kind of hard to say sometimes because I went right from being a student and then I just had summer break. And then when I started in the fall, it was as a staff member at a whole different Mm. school. So I didn't have a break or anything. Um, And a lot of times one school kind of blends into the other. Like a lot of times I'll think, oh wait, that's against the rules. But then I'm like, no, it was against the rules at my school, but (laughs) it's not here. but how does it help me as a person? I mean, I've definitely grown a lot, I think, from starting here. Um, like, I'm definitely better at my job than I was before, um, just because I'm more experienced. Um, and just kind of, as a person living in this world and in society, um, mm-hmm. like, this mm-hmm. is the kind of job where you have a lot of responsibility, like, for the school in general and for other people. Mm-hmm. So like, you kind of always have to really be paying attention to that. Um, like you really have to focus on being a responsible person all the time. Um, so it's not always the easiest. Like I'll give an example actually. Like I don't even drive with a Philly Free School bumper sticker on my car because 
What if I cut somebody off in traffic or something, and they see the bumper sticker and they think poorly of Philly Free School? <laughs> um, but you know, I feel like for me at least, I like being, yeah, I like having that responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I feel like I can agree with that because since um, democratic schools and alternative schools really focus on um, responsibilities responsibilities within your own community, I feel like. It's like I don't know a good. It's a good like upgrade and step up to go to a staff from being in an alternative school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much personal responsibility and collective responsibility, isn't mm-hmm. there? Yeah. How do you like as a staff encourage students to take on big responsibilities like clerkships and stuff like that? Um. I don't really know. What would you say about me in that regard? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like you. it's been easier for me to, since we're like, you know, you're on the media committee and we're the media clerks, I think you've done a really good job at encouraging us to um, do our job better as media clerks, especially since I think yeah. this is like the first like big clerkship I've taken on before and I've been in the school for seven years so I think that yeah I wouldn't like it's I used to be on the media committee and now I'm a clerk and it's like a big step and I think you were definitely a part of that at some point oh awesome because I'm not really sure like how I encourage students to take on responsibilities I guess I do encourage, like, some staff members probably take the approach of they don't encourage people specifically. They just kind of leave room for people to, you know, step into roles if they want. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, I definitely do sometimes go around and ask people, like, hey, we're looking for a new JC clerk. Do you think you're interested? And then if they are interested, we'll, you know, make the motion to school meeting. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing I try to do is always... I don't want to make it seem like you you should do this, otherwise you're not a responsible person and you don't care about the school. Like, yeah, I never want to do that. Yeah. Um, during COVID nineteen, how have you managed to interact with students at online school while being a staff at in person school? Um, not as much as I would like, honestly. Um, I mean, I'm looking at Discord all the time. Um, trying to you know respond when I have something to respond to, maybe just engage in general. Mm-hmm. And I post reminders about like school meetings about to start, or if we get an email about some sort of opportunity for our students, then you know I'll pass that along and post it in Discord too. Um, then I've also, I mean, like sometimes you know, like I'm on JC and I'm interacting with people who are on online school in JT. Um, I've also done student check-ins, like weekly student check-ins with some virtual-only students. Um, But it's definitely been a struggle. Yeah. I mean, I, like, as a student who's exclusively online now, it is definitely harder to interact, but I feel like you're, like, one of our main staff members who's been doing a really good job online and helping us um, connect more with the in-person students and i appreciate that a lot 
Yeah, I agree. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It's definitely, I think, out of all the stuff, it's easiest for me because um, I'm just more familiar with this type of technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so how would you say your transition from being in an alternative school was to being in the real world? Ah, uh, the real world. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really good and really easy, I think. This is something that I've actually thought about a lot. Um, and definitely, like, especially when I was, you know, 17, 18, you know, growing older, really starting to have to prepare for what my life was going to be like after school. Um, it's definitely not easy. But then when I actually did it, I was like, oh, actually, this is really easy. I'm completely <laughs> ready to move on to adulthood. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like alternative school may be, like, more, I don't know, more, I I feel like the preparation for being more adult is better. I just, I, because I feel like I see on the internet or, like, my friends who do go to conventional schooling, um, they really struggle and are really scared of leaving school and, like, what they're going to do after and you know, the pressure of, like, going to college right after high school and all that, like, I just feel like alternative education generally does a better job at making it seem a lot less scary. Yeah, and it prepares you because you're already experienced in at least some of the same stuff that you're going to be doing as an adult. Mm -hmm. Like, when you go to school here, you're responsible for your own day. You're responsible for managing your time, um, doing things that you need to do in order to be happy and successful at school here. You're not just told what to do all day. Um, and that's what it's like when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, as someone who's been in alternative education, what does college and or conventional school beyond high school mean to you? Hmm. I don't really know. So I never went to college. I never even really seriously considered going to college. Um, I I definitely feel like there's a barrier. Um, Not that I wouldn't be able to, but I don't know. There's something about the culture that's so um, dominant in college um, and just academia that it's not really my thing. Um, and especially, you know, having to pay lots of money for it, probably. <laughs> definitely not too eager about that. Mm-hmm. But I definitely love learning, um, and I would love to take college courses about something that I'm really passionate about and interested in. But then there's, like, the time, um, commitments in general of being in college. Um, like, I'd love it if I could just pay and then take the class, and then I'm done with that. But so often, there's a lot more that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, required classes, required, you know, just lots of requirements. Um, since, like, societal pressures are so strong to get, like, a perfect education, <laughs> um, what advice would you give to students who feel like they might not, like, they might not be doing the right thing going to an alternative school rather than a conventional school? 
Oh, I've definitely been there. Um, I'd say especially when I was like 14, 15, 16, I'll call it my mid-teen crisis. <laughs> um, <laughs> looking around at my same age peers who went to conventional school, um, they're all learning algebra, um, learning how to you know, write assignments and doing all that stuff that I did not know how to do. But I, you know, you feel like you should know how to because everybody yeah. else does. That's what's expected of you in society. Um, it's like, how am I going to be successful, quote unquote, if I don't go to conventional school? Um, and that's definitely something I struggled with. And also, um, I don't know if you would agree with this, but I feel like that's the age where a lot of times we see people move from alternative schooling back into traditional schooling yes um, yeah. yes yeah <laughs> like high school yeah yeah um but i stuck with it and the older i got from that point um like the more confident in myself i was um because i began to realize okay if i don't know how to do calculus which i'm really never going to need in my life anyways i know how to learn it I can easily learn stuff if I need to. Um, and I've been doing that my whole time in school. Mm-hmm. And then I'll compare myself to um, other people my age in traditional school, and they know more about certain academics than I do, but um, real life experiences, real skills that you'll need as an adult, um, I began to realize I actually do have this. So I would say stick through it, do what will make you happy in the moment. Um, don't spend your whole life preparing for the next step, you know, preparing for college, for job, for retirement. Um, at the same time, don't ignore the future. Um, make sure that you're on a path that's going to leave you fulfilled in the long term. But trust yourself. I, yeah. Yeah, I think you worded that perfectly. That, that's very good. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I really feel like oh, college is a, it's, it's such a thing. It's such a big thing that's like so expected of you. And I don't even think we have, we've had like plenty of our students go into college or not. And they, they yeah. all turned out great. And I think, right. yeah, I think you worded that really, that really perfectly. All right. I think that's all the questions we have. I think we are yeah. done. All right. Well, all right. thanks for being here, Simon. Thanks for talking to us about this. My pleasure. Yeah. All right. See you on the next episode of Inside PFS.